Hi, this is David. I bet you've heard the saying that food is medicine. But the thing is, we also want our food to be quick and tasty. Factor has the solution. Their delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. They deliver prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including Kato, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and more. Plus, there's extra things to enjoy. They have over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons, like snacks and smoothies, that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. You'll be glad to hear that Factor is affordable. I've done the math. and Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Ambition and Success by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1919. No matter in what business you may be, or what your profession is, your prime ambition should be to attain a high watermark in it. Love of excellence is the lodestar that leads the world onward. It is what makes not only the successful business person or professional, but also the all-around successful person in any line of endeavor. Andrew Carnegie said, I would not give a darn for the young person in business who does not already see themselves a partner or the head of the firm. Do not rest for a moment in your thought of yourself as a foreman, head of sales, or a manager, no matter how big the role is. Say each day to yourself, my place is higher up. Be king in your dreams. Vow that you will reach the position with an untarnished reputation and make no other vow to distract your attention. I am frequently asked by young people whether I think they really have enough in them to make much of a success in life, anything that is distinctive or worthwhile. And I answer, yes, you have. I know you have the ability to succeed, but I don't know that you will. That rests entirely with you. If you have the energy and the will to succeed, nothing can hold you back. But if you have not, no amount of education, no polar influence, no power on earth outside of yourself can push or lead or boost you into success. There is nothing so important in your life is your mental attitude towards yourself, what you think of yourself, the model which you hold of yourself and your possibilities. 
If this is small, narrow, and dwarfed, your life will correspond. You must see yourself above a low-level employee, or you will never be anything higher than a low-level employee. You must visualize yourself in a better position and hold constantly a grim determination to reach it, or you will never get there. Never for a moment blur your motive or weaken your determination by harboring a doubt of your ability to reach your goal. Whenever you do this, you are neutralizing just so much of the force which would take you there. Remember, there is a partnership waiting for you somewhere, if you are big enough, and determined enough, and have pluck enough to take it. If you do not, there is probably someone very near to you who will do so. Someone who perhaps hasn't had nearly as good an opportunity as you have had. And in the years to come, if you do not take advantage of this opportunity to climb, you will no doubt grumble at your ill luck and wonder how Billy or Jackie or Joe, who worked alongside of you, managed to get that partnership or coveted position. My advice to all those just starting to travel life's turnpike is this. Don't start until you have your ideal. Then don't stop until you get it. Very few of us realize how dependent our growth is on some special stimulus. Every act must have a motive. We do nothing outside of our automatic habitual acts without an underlying motive. And perhaps the strongest life motive of the average person is that which comes from their desire to get up in the world. There was a force behind Lincoln which drove him from a log cabin up to the White House. There was a vision of the North Pole, which haunted Robert Peary, filled him with ambition to climb the Earth's uttermost boundary, and finally drove him after repeated failures to the Pole. The same indomitable inner force urged the despised young Jew Benjamin Disraeli to push his way up through the lower classes in England, up through the middle classes, up through upper classes, until he stood a master, self-poised upon the topmost round of political and social power, the Prime Minister of England. The story of those men is essentially the same as that of every man and woman who has attained greatness. They were continually urged forward and upward by some inward prompting they could not resist. The instinctive impulse to keep pushing on and up is the most curious and most interesting thing in human life. It exists in every normal human being and is just as pronounced and as real as the instinct of self-preservation. Upon this climbing instinct rests the destiny of our race. Without it, human beings would still be savages, living in caves and huts. Civilization as we know it would not exist. There would be no great cities, no great factories, no railroads, 
No airplanes. No beautiful homes or parks. Sculptures or books. But for this mysterious urge which we call ambition. The best of every person's work is above and beyond themselves and is accomplished in the struggle to attain a lofty ideal. The artist stands aside and points through their work to a glimpse of universal art and beauty. In their inspired moments, the individual of the public speaker is melted and fused into an all-pervading fire of eloquence. In art or business, in science or the daily commonplace tasks of life, the gods will move along the line of absolute excellence, or they will leave us to our own devices. We do our most effective work in our struggle to get what we are after, to arrive at the goal of our ambition. We put forth our greatest effort, our most strenuous endeavor, while we are climbing, not after we have arrived at our goal. This is one reason why the children of rich parents rarely achieve any great personal success. They lack the climbing motive of necessity, that tremendous urge upward, the prodding of ambition, which drives us on to achieve what we desire and are capable of reaching. Ambition is the leader of all great achievement. It is the forerunner which goes ahead and clears a way for the other faculties. Ambition, however, is not always a safe guide. There are two wings to genius. Common sense and good judgment must accompany your ambition, or it will very often cause you to get carried away with yourself. Consider a splendid piece of machinery in a factory. The machinery has iron fingers that punch holes through solid steel plates with ease and precision. The machinery accomplishes this wonderful feat because of a huge balance wheel. It is the stored up power, velocity, and momentum which enable it to accomplish this wonderful task. But take away the balance wheel and the machinery falls to pieces. The balance wheel is the secret. Judgment and common sense is your balance wheel. Your ambition will get carried away if you do not have this. The person who overestimates their ability, who plunges beyond their depth, who is overconfident, whose self-trust is not based upon an accurate knowledge of their ability and limitations, almost always comes to grief. It is just as necessary to know what you are not qualified for, and to let it alone, as to know what you can do, and to do it. As Longfellow said, study yourself, and most of all, know well wherein nature has meant you to excel. It takes a giant to do a giant's work. What an Edison or a Carnegie could do with perfect ease and success might be as impossible for you to accomplish as to lift yourself up by your own bootstraps. On the other hand, you may be able to do something which even Elon Musk could not do. Study your own talents. 
try to get a measure of your possibilities. You should take an inventory of your ability and position yourself where you belong. If you have but one talent, you should not try to train with a person of ten talents. You should simply try to make the most of your one talent. Remember that it is impossible to make one talent do the work of ten talents, no matter how ambitious or how much energy one may fling into your work. It is therefore a great thing to be able to take measure of your talents, to understand yourself so thoroughly that you will undertake just so much as you are able to accomplish and will not aim at the unattainable. After all, the things that you do have the power and skills to actually attain are wonderful in themselves and needed by your community and the world. Lastly, I want you to remember this. While we do not always know where the following of ambitions call will lead us, there is one thing we do know. That is, if you are loyal to your ambition and do your best to follow it virtuously, not allowing it to be perverted by selfishness or love of ease, it will lead to your best and highest welfare, and the highest self-expression of which you are capable, and your greatest satisfaction. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.